talking about suggestions. Let's get to bring it back, give it the sack, have a crack. My back and my crack. And on this week's episode, gents, you will not believe who I got off the phone with today. Who was that, man? I got off the phone with the West Coast Eagles administration because I wanted to know whether their iconic wedge-tail eagle, Aussie, has been flying recently. Because as you guys know, it's one of the great traditions in the West. They have the wedge-tail eagle do a couple of laps of the stadium and then fly and land in the middle, sometimes getting their big claws on a footy or on a poor soul's arm. Whatever it is, we love seeing it. They told me that unfortunately, they haven't had the wedge-tail eagle tradition due to not having a full capacity of crowds and some of the restrictions there, they don't want too many people on the ground, including the trainers. But how good is it to have animal ambassadors in the game? Now, I want to look at some of the other clubs' animals and possibly some of the animals that we can bring in because, gents, Western Bulldogs, they've got the Caesar Bulldog, which we absolutely love. Very, very ugly animal. I saw one on the beach the other day. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Collingwood, well... Don't worry about Magpies. Their fans swoop just about every opposition fan club in the business. So don't worry about them. Now, the Tigers, Lions, and Geelong Cats. Let's talk about this, gents, because this is a very serious proposition. Our friend, Joe Exotic over in the States. Should we be getting him on the phone and trying to get big cats at our games? Carol, f***. Askins. You want to know how I turn gay? Carol, f***. Askins. Bring him in. I think Mitch Robinson dressed up as, as Idiot Slides. Slides. Uh, pull a few strings, bring bring Joe down to the gather, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure this is certainly something that you can pull off, sir. I've got to say, it's a uh, it's certainly left field as, as they are most weeks, but look, I'm all for it. If we can get Meatloaf, we can get Joe Exotic, surely. <laughs> surely, surely, surely the strings can be pulled for this one. Now, gents, let's look back a little bit into 1978 where the North Melbourne Football Club had an elephant at Arden Street running around the ground. <coughs> there is famous footage of a fan on the elephant's back and it's going full riot mode now. Gosh, <laughs> wouldn't we like it if an elephant came up against a boxing kangaroo? It'd be interesting, Matt. Who do you reckon would come on top? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't want to be a kangaroo getting underneath one of those big hoofs of the elephant. I'll tell you what. It might be splattery pat-pat. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> pretty nimble, though. I reckon you could get around here. Sell a bit of candy. Now, Fraser, you're a bit of an outdoor enthusiast. You've seen kangaroos in their domain Gee, they got some moves, don't they? And, and how about the rigs? I didn't know I was, but I, I'll take it. I must be. Oh, how about it? Oh, it, it, Again, I, I'm all for this too. Look, I don't see any, any downsides as long as they can be kept under control. Absolutely. Now, I might be a bit controversial for saying this, but I've tried to think about what Essendon can do on the animal front for our games. Now, we'll be playing Richmond in the Dreamtime Clash in Darwin in round 13. So I was thinking about the conditions in Darwin. They're quite humid, quite muggy, quite warm. I think it's the perfect location, gentlemen, to release mosquitoes, a proper mosquito fleet. Just make sure you remind the Essendon and the local fans to bring their hazmat suits. Don't tell the Richmond supporters and release havoc. Get those mosquitoes in there. Just make sure there's no malaria. 
Look, if they can avoid that, oh, absolutely. Otherwise, uh, a risk-free exercise, is it not? How did the mosquito become synonymous with Essendon, though? The mosquito fleet refers to the actual bombers, which are, of course, the planes. So when you say a mosquito fleet, that's a collection of planes. But for them to uh, then replace that for mosquitoes, oh, I don't see it as threatening. They're a little <laughs> parasite. But at the same time, when you get stung by a couple on a beautiful summer afternoon cooking a barbecue, oh, you know about it. Yeah, maybe if we took a game to Africa or something, it'd be a bit more menacing. <laughs> but it'd sound a bit more menacing to the locals. I think so. You may not get too many fans coming to those games, that's for sure. But I wanted to look at some other sports. The Kraken, the Seattle Kraken. They've got an octopus. That has to be one of the greatest mascots out there. Maxi, do they actually roll out an entire tank with the McCracken in there? Well, it's a mythological creature, mate, so I don't think so, but <laughs> I don't think they're, they're a new team, so I don't think they've played yet. Yeah, well, when they play, they're going to have to do a Bigfoot Loch Ness monster kind of search, and they got to they got to find some people to, to bloody get one of these up and about. Well, they're an ice hockey team, so maybe they could have like a big cage of an, uh, an octopus hanging a, hanging above the stadium or something. I don't know. A big, a big frozen piece of ice with this massive octopus in it. <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. I wouldn't want to swim with one, that's for sure. No. We're going to look at one other sport, and in this sport, they have the Sir Big Spur, which is known as the South Carolina Gamecocks, which is just absolutely unbelievable. So they used to have, the original name for it was Cocky Doodle Lou because their coach was known as Lou Holtz. So a cock, gentlemen, in the American football. What do you reckon about that? Cockle before the match. Well, well. (laughs) I was wondering where you were going to take that one, mate. Didn't even really know such a thing existed. I've got to praise your level of research once again, Serps. It... uh, it just impresses me more and more each week. Wow. The cocks. There you go. How about that? <laughs> Plenty of animals need to be included. We've put every club on notice on in the ballpark. Let's get to give it the sack, gents, because on the weekend, we saw a very, very bizarre bit of footage. But before we get to the footage, let me sing you a song, gents. I'm going to sing. Two clear bottles sitting on the floor. Two clear bottles sitting on the floor and if one yellow bottle should accidentally fall there'll be 29 points that you'll manage to score thank you very much (laughs) we'll send that to the voice australia superb absolutely superb (laughs) gents do you know what i'm referring to money mix oh yeah fryzy have you ever seen this before this was under 10s kind of stuff Someone placing plastic bottles on a floor and telling their players to do the obvious and move them. What is yeah. going on at Adelaide? Oh, I wish I could answer that. It uh, just adds another layer of uh, complexity to the whole Adelaide situation. Gee, I, I know football department spending might be on the, on the low, gents, but what, we couldn't get a couple of cones instead? What about a whiteboard, some whiteboard markers? Look, that's, that's right. It's probably too logical in this, in this uh, situation, unfortunately. I think. Gents, I'm pretty sure the AFL have their own merchandise range where they bring out little figurines of the players. Like, didn't they have a Matt Crouch or a Tex Walker figurine lying around? I still can't work out where this has come from. I know you want your uh, new young coaches to bring innovation, but this is taking innovation to a bit of a different level, isn't it? I think it's had something to do with the defensive transition, but 
that's just a guess from the scenes of him moving bottles around. Something to do with player positioning. I don't know. It's very, very baffling. So give that the sack. Now have a crack. Gentlemen, I love this have a crack this week. This is one of my absolute favourites. Now, in Japan, there was a startup company called Donut Robotics and they've created a smart mask. What a very, very smart niche they have delved into right in the middle of a pandemic. Now, this smart mask, it is a high-tech mask that not only goes on your face and covers you and keeps you safe from all those germs out there, but this mask can transcribe dictation. It amplifies into the wearer's voice and it translates speech into eight, yes, eight different languages. The system can translate between Japanese and Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, Indonesian, English, Spanish and French, Gee whiz, gents, this would have been a very, very good mask to have during our French and Indonesian classes back in the day, huh? <laughs> My word, this is, this is out there. But look, we are in a time where masks are the new normal and things are so unpredictable. Look, Serbs, it's not even out of the realms of the possibility, is it really? Now, gents, I bring up the mask because on the weekend, our very own Andrew McGrath was battling against Brisbane's Jared Lyons. He took possession of the ball. He was then adjudged that he had dived on the ball and a free kick was paid against him. My argument was that he was tussling literally in the hands with Jared Lyons. I may not strike you as a guy who watches a lot of diving, but I've watched the plain high diving, the three-metre springboard, the 10-metre platform, and the synchronised free and 10-metre springboard. And I can comprehensively tell you that our boy Andrew Pigeon McGrath did not dive on that footy. Now, listen, what I'm saying is, this Japanese mask technology should be used to translate some of the umpiring decisions. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there were a few terrible decisions on the weekend. I think the Andrew McGrath one, there's a, a handful of other holding the ball ones, even a few deliberate ones. The decision to um, sack Mitch Cleary. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, I think the umpires could definitely do with it. <laughs> Get them on board. The um, donut. Robotics, is that what they're called? They can be the new sponsor of the Umbies and replace OPSM. <laughs> yeah, boys, if it helps uh, improve general uh, football people understanding of what the hell the rules are or what's being paid or not paid this week, it might be a good thing. If it reduces some of the confusion, who, who could be against it? My thoughts there. I've also got to say as well, it might be a handy mask to have when approaching the Collingwood cheer squad. <laughs> Well, hopefully they're all wearing I wonder if they can get a mask that has more teeth on it. <laughs> they can get the Tony Jones ones. Did you see those ones on the Sunday video <laughs> show? <laughs> the big chomper mask. That's not the worst idea, I tell you. We love innovation here on In the Ballpark. And let me tell you, Japanese technology, it could be well overdue in the game of AFL. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 